Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Last time on Sea Jurassic Right. The T-Rexes shook the car hard. Ian hit his head. Suddenly, the car was thrown, 20 thrown. Before it sank into the ground, it bit her wooden leg that was made out of twigs and ace bands to tape it together. Why would my husband go here? She ran into a stego hard. They started swinging their tails. I mean, her, her intestines are on the ground. So essentially, she's running around with her intestines. All that blood, said Henry. They just kept driving for a long time. Welcome to See Jurassic Right, in episode 6 of Fan Fiction Friday, where you get to hear some of my favorite friends and performers read aloud my Jurassic Park fan fiction I wrote when I was 10 years old. Jurassic Park, Hammond's Other Secret, written in 1997, already looks to be a mishmash of the first two movies. Of course, 10-year-old Steven would make a third island. Writer and Rogue's Portal head honcho, Stephanie Cook, picks up where Christine Lakin left off. She'll be reading chapters 27 through 28 out of a total of 39 chapters in the series. These two are long chapters. Every second Friday of the month, you'll get to hear the next part of this adventure featuring another extremely talented person indulging me. Won't you? And now back to our tale. Chapter 
Chapter 27, Tim and Kelly. Kelly woke up. I <laughs> like messed it up. Kelly woke up. She forgot where she was. Then she realized she was on Isla Janara. Janara. Yeah. Okay. She started looking for her father and Ellie and Tim. She found Ellie. She felt Ellie's pulse. She felt nothing. Kelly gasped. She's dead. <laughs> she ran to find her father, but she couldn't find him. Then she saw Tim was crumpled in a little corner. His head had a big cut on it. She tried to wake him up by spitting on him. Why would you spit on him to try and wake him? Note to self, if I want to wake someone up, spit on them. She tried to wake him up by spitting on him. Tim's, what's this one? Oh, it was slept, sleep talked, sleep talked. Gotcha. So she tried to wake him up by spitting on him. Tim sleep talked. Not a <laughs> Dilofa? How do you, Dilofa? No, no. Kelly laughed. He woke up. He saw Kelly. He said, where's Ian, Ellie, and Grant? I think they're all dead, said Kelly in a sad voice. Oh, I don't think that was very sad. <laughs> they went off into the forest. They were walking in the forest when somebody jumped out of the bushes. He is somewhat happy to see Tim and Kelly. Oh, thank you, he said. My name is Kelly, and this is Tim. Hi, said Tim. My boss is dead. Said the guy. <laughs> By the way, my name is Matt Slavenhu. Slavenhu. <laughs> That's a very interesting name for a 10 year old. <laughs> said Matt. Let's go and find someone, said Kelly. That's so non specific. Let's just go find someone, anybody. <laughs> like, literally anybody else. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's go and find someone, said Kelly, as they went into a big rocky area. They saw a shed. Come on, said Matt. Let's check it out. They opened the shed inside. There was three motorcycles in pretty good condition. <laughs> let's go and ride these things and find some civilization. Where's Matt, said Kelly. Just a minute, said Matt. He was putting on a vest and a different pair of pants <laughs> it says paints but i like i like to imagine he's wearing painted pants <laughs> just painted on uh, they started driving into a field with a triceratops in it matt said what does this trigger do as he pressed it a dart flew out and hit the triceratops it fell to the ground whoa said Kelly. Suddenly, almost all of the Triceratops started charging against the motorbikes. Let's move, shouted Tim. They started towards the swamp. Tim and Kelly heard cries. It was Matt. A Triceratops hit his motorbike. Jump, shouted Tim. Matt jumped off into a mud puddle. Triceratops was about to hit him when Tim grabbed Matt, dragged him across the ground while riding his motorbike. While Matt was on the ground, he kept hitting rocks and even a cacti. <laughs> I love it. All right, again. While Matt was on the ground, he kept hitting rocks and even a cacti. Ah! 
background. <laughs> oh boy. Suddenly, all the Triceratops stopped for some reason. They crashed into the swamp. Then Tim was, Tim was knocked out, and so was Kelly. Matt could barely keep consciousness. And then blackness. Uh-oh. <laughs> Chapter 28. Trailers. Hammond and Henry were walking until they saw a big command base with an air-sealed garage. Come on, let's check out the garage and see if there's a vehicle inside, said Hammond. They broke the door open. Inside, there was a trailer with an, with an accordion. Oh no, an accordion passage. Henry walked the door. He saw the key. Bingo, Henry said with satisfaction. Hammond came in the trailer and said, does this thing still work? Yes, it does. Henry said, I'll see if there's a way to get out of this garage, Hammond said. Fifteen minutes later, Hammond came back. How did you get the garage open, said Henry. I smashed it open with a, with a tractor. I just want to note that it like looks like all one word, so it looks like it says a tractor. It's like, what's an attractor and how do I use it to punch down doors? All right, I smashed it open with a tractor, said Hammond. They drove outside, then parked in front of the command base. They got out and went inside. Wow, said Henry, as he lifted the lid of a box, which contained flares and a rocket launcher. <laughs> Seems legit for a safety kit. <laughs> oh, you know what we could possibly need in this? Definitely flares. And you know what, even, you know what, if there's not room for the flares, like, and just the rocket launcher, maybe we could take those out, but, you know, it'd be nice if we could fit both of them. <laughs> All right, so again, it contained flares and a rocket launcher. Let's hope these still work, said Henry. Let's look for more supplies, said Hammond. They also found a grenade launcher. <laughs> Your priorities are whack here. Out of whack, Stephen. All right. They also found a grenade launcher, a flamethrower, and a tar gun. What's a tar gun? <laughs> and also an acid bomb and two shock prods. What? These are very specific and random weapons for a 10-year-old to be like, I think these would be great in my fanfic. They gathered the stuff and put it in the trailer and then drove away until they came to a guard tower to wait for a herd of Stegosaurus to pass by. They were walking really fast for normal speed and then two T-Rex burst out of the foliage chasing the Stegos. <laughs> like your abbreviations. They ran right past the trailers. The Rexes attacked a slow stego, and they were ripping it apart, eating it hungry. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Then some stegos started swinging their tails at the Rexes. The Rexes, already had scars on their muzzles and side, 
Then an Allosaurus came out of the foliage because of the smell of the flesh. But the Rexes wouldn't let let it get the dead deco. Wow. <laughs> it's a circle of love. <laughs> One Rex charged at the Allosaurus. It was too late. The Rex bit some of the flesh out of the thigh, and then it bit the flesh out of the tail of the Allosaurus. Oh, wait, no. It bit the flesh... <laughs> and then it bit some of the flesh out of the tail. The Allosaurus roars in pain. The Rex started chewing on its side, tearing out its ribcage. Wow. It's like dinosaur torture porn. <laughs> it's like hostile for dinosaurs. The Allos screamed again. Hammond and Henry couldn't stand. Get the crayon a shot, the Rex, said Hammond. <laughs> then the aloe reached up and bit the eye out of the Rex and tore it out. <laughs> the Rex roared in pain and ran away, but the other didn't. It was about... It was about to bite the aloe's head off when a missile flew and hit the Rex's foot. It fell to the ground. Then a then a crayon picked up the aloe and some of the body parts and carried it away. <laughs> we need to fix him, said Hammond. But how? Henry asked. These voices are very inconsistent. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a dino hospital about half a mile away. Okay, said Henry. Ten minutes later. Now, strap him in and get the medical equipment, said Hammond. Five minutes later. Welp, all we have to do now is put the tail skin back on, <laughs> said Hammond. Three minutes later. We need more morphine, said Henry. I like that that's on their minds. Like, we need to get this dino some morphine. He's in a lot of pain. <laughs> Suddenly, the aloe broke free. It hesitated. Then licked Henry so hard he hit the ceiling. I have questions. <laughs> the lick, the licked Hammond, the licked Hammond. What? There's just one sentence that's just the licked Hammond. <laughs> it's like all it says the licked Hammond. Hammond. He fell backward. Then. The Allosaurus smashed out of the building. All Henry could say was, Wow. Thank you again to Stephanie Cook for reading this month's episode. You can follow her on Twitter at HelloCookie. You can go check her out at roguesportal.com. And you can listen to her radio play, Five People You Meet in Hell. She's been a huge voice on this show, and I'm so glad that she got to read my fanfiction and make fun of me. I had the best time when we hung out in Toronto. Have you written Jurassic Park fanfiction? Or any fanfiction, please share. I'd love to see it. You can always call to leave your Jurassic stories at 323-688-6969 or send me an email at cjurassicwrite at gmail.com. 
You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash Right. Follow along with the show on Twitter at SJRPod, on Instagram at Right, on Facebook at Right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Ray Morris. Thank you to Caitlin Thompson and Tim Ruggery, Molly McLear, Heather Mason, Stephanie Cook, Sarah Iyer, and you. See Jurassic Right is an ACAST podcast. Check out the show on their mobile app. Thank you for listening. I feel like I was a little bit confused in some places. Um, Cran, like I was like, why is this cranberry need to take a shot at the Allosaurus? Um, but now that we figured that out, you know, like I think ultimately it's a masterpiece. <laughs> like 10-year-old Stephen was really onto something. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's ridiculous and also incredibly violent. Like I am like so not desensitized to everything. Like I'm just like like, I watch horror movies and, like, even Jurassic Park, and I'm just like, oh, it's so violent. But, like, you were just, like, embracing it. You were like, well, this is just life. I'm just telling you how things are with my toys. <laughs> I mean, you did say torture porn with dinosaurs. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.